the highlight ace. Really, what he needs to do is leap up. All time, hit it slow. Takes a big high line drive down the line. You have entered our drive. Hi, hi. All righty, welcome back to the Highline. Uh, this episode, we're going to be commentating and, and walking through the final of the Rip Curl Pro in Portugal. Uh, my name is Brett. With me I have young Nicholas Clifford. Hello Brett. How are you? Sensational mate. Yourself? Yeah, doing well. And we've also got Lukey on the line. Luke, how you doing? G'day boys. So, we've reached the final in Peniche, Portugal. Two surfs in the water. We've got Geordie Smith and we've got Italo Ferreira. Nick, do you want to talk us through the conditions to start off with? It looks fun. It's clean. We've been off for like a week, so it's about time we got back on board and got the day rolling today. It's been a pretty slow event. Would you not agree? Yeah, definitely slow. It's like a week of waiting. Yeah, I don't know what the go was there. It like, must have gone really flat, but you still see so many clips in Portugal of guys still ripping. Yeah. You guys seen the first wave replay of Geordie yeah. Yeah, that was doing a floater on the Shuri? Oh my gosh. Cat like. Hmm. Cat like. So, I mean, the waves look clean. It's got that going for it. Looked a lot windier and a lot more average earlier in the waiting period. So, um, you know, a bit of a surprise to, to see Panish actually trying to turn it on. Hopefully we see a couple barrels out the super tubes. You know what shit is before this event, they were calling the best banks in 20 years. And it's been the biggest letdown this event so far. Oh, oh. Jesus. Italo. Stomping. Yep. <laughs> that's, a way, that's a way to start the final. Someone run us <laughs> through that thing. Luke, what was that? That was absolute bananas. Just saw him just fly across the screen all of a sudden. How was that thing? <laughs> Need to see a replay. So what, did Geordie drop a 744 for that first one? Or did he, did he already have a way? No, nah, it was yes. like a oh, 6. Okay. A 617, there you go, comes up yeah. now. What, what, are you, what are we giving that full road, huge airy verse? Like what, what, what numbers are we throwing at that? Oh, here, here we go, here comes the replay. Yeah, I need to see this again. He's- Belting down the line. Holy fuck. That's a solid section, that. That was fucking yeah. huge. I think that's the biggest thing with the video. You don't realize that that's probably a five foot wave and he just stomped it on a dead set closeout. That was fucked up. Let's, let's, uh, we're in the slow mo now. I don't, I forget about the spin. Nick, here's where it gets golden. Talk about the claim. Fucking number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be claiming. Yeah, I'd be claiming it like that. Pointing, at, holy fuck, someone else. <laughs> Jesus, Jordy's seen it. He's responding. Um, was that bigger than the one at Snapper? He did. Oh, jeez. All right, I don't think so. But oh, yeah, ten, ten straight away. Really, Tri- triple tenner. That's how, how many minutes are we in? 
We're not even a minute down, are we? Uh, no, this heat started at 35 minutes. We just jumped in a couple of minutes late. So he's five minutes into the All heat. Right. and he's. But first wave, dropping a 10 is, is bold. Like, it's, it's I, huge. I rate it that hardcore. But I'm with judge number five. 9.8 for me, Clive. Yeah, I would have rolled a 9.8 on that. Yeah, I would have just gone a nine. It's fucking psycho, but... There barrels to be had out of you. What if you got a barrel and did that thing? Where are well, they going to go? Going infrared there. We're going for the elusive 11. So, Italo needs to win this heat to, to go in the lead in the world title race. Is that right? Yeah, I think... I think Can Jordy get it as well if he wins? This is a big heat. Both these boys are going to put themselves right in the mix for this world title now. Well, Geordie's starting this one on the back foot, unfortunately, but... <clears throat> There's still a ton of time, though. Heaps of time. Heaps of time. But that's that's the thing about a heat that opens up with a 10-point ride is usually you're going to see a pretty big anticlimax or Geordie's going to start going for it a bit more. And we might be able to see a really entertaining final. Actually, we saw this at Bells this year when uh, Courtney Connolly got a 10 against Molly Emanuel really early in the heat, and it just shut the heat down. Mm. Like, nothing happened. Might as well have just given up and paddled in. Yeah, unless it's like Philippe's double loop wave at J-Bay. I don't think they should be dropping 10 so early unless it's really clear that the conditions that only allowing for what just went down yeah I, I mean nick i think you asked the question compare it to to his one at snapper what was that two years ago last yeah. year yeah i think it was about two years ago i think the one at snapper was better but you can't put them on the same scale because they're obviously different days different waves but i think i rate the one at snapper a bit higher than that again it was insane i don't think it was a 10 point ride we got some sets coming. The shit thing is, though, we're watching it on a computer. Yeah. Live, that thing would have been even more Look how tapped. fun that wave looks, though. Look at that. How's that left, boys? You boys would have gone bananas on that thing. Full bowl. Oh, a couple going of Barry Boggers going down. Oh, my God. Oh, throws the tail high into Ooh. a foam climb. He's looking tail electric. High Joey Turpel call there, Winnie. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That was pretty sick as well. Yeah. Heat. Shutting the heat down early. What type of house is this he's building? This is fucking psycho. <laughs> Did you boys see Italo versus Jack earlier? No, I missed that heat. Was that a good that heat? That was probably the heat of the contest. It was psycho. I, saw, I only just saw what Jack posted on Instagram, which is basically just them trading huge punts. Yeah. Um, Italo basically did two of that same one that he, that he did just then, which also kind of begs the, you know, the conversation of, is it getting repetitive? They're psycho. I love watching him, but oh, if he's Geordie done a couple up. already, we got Geordie up. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> bit of a throwaway. Jesus. I like it, but he went a bit upside down. Big brew. Now, I reckon if it's just me with that, you guys are calling Freestone and um, Freestone and Italo heat of the event. I've, I've liked Freestone in Europe. He's looked a lot freer 
Mm-hmm. Oh. Actually surfed some seriously good heats and begs the question again, like what has he been doing the last few years? Like where has he been? Why is he not surfing like this consistently? He looks a lot more relaxed. Yeah. Really good to see. Yeah, I think he's tapped into some juju. He that heat with Italo, the quarterfinal, was probably the best I've seen him surf in a like since the junior days, basically. It's what you've expected from him the whole time. He threw down one of the biggest alley oops seen in a while and comboed it into a massive carve. Like it was yeah, total reminiscent of that pro junior world title that he won where he was throwing down multiple airs on a wave. Still trying to live up to that final hey. That's that's the problem with having such a prominent junior career is everyone's always expecting you to reach that level again. And I think with Jack everyone's a little bit impatient. Um that you know the guy does some really incredible surfing. But it's always that, you know, how much more could he be doing? Same as I think with Geordie, how you get frustrated with him when he's surfing safe. Mm. And then you've seen him try two punts in this heat where yeah, it's exciting, but He's comboed right now. For, for good reason. Italo yeah. dropping a 7-8-3 on that last one. I mean, Italo's he's shut going again. Down. What's he got on this? <clears throat> Surely he can't make it three in a row. Oh, kicks out. Nothing there. Jordy, Jordy stomped a um, massive full rote in the semi or the quarter as well. It was bloody bananas. It was probably the best hair I've seen Jordy do in a long time. I guess it's kind of hard, though, with these guys. Like Geordie, he he has such a good rail game and he knows he can just do big carve to a rail and, and get the six one seven. Like he's he's got a six one seven here. Most of the time, ten minutes into a heat and that'd be a not a bad score. But today he is getting smoked so far. That's another reason why throwing down tens so early is so annoying. Cause the other guy just feels like he's being shut down straight up. Yeah, if it warrants it, I'm all for it. Sing- single maneuver tens are so hard to swallow for me sometimes. I think he's on oh. fucking fire though. <laughs> how how do his knees hold up though? That was that was a very flat bottoming out section oh. to try that punt on. Then I mean, I suppose that's you see guys like Philippe who are finally starting to have their injuries catch up to him a little bit especially someone that kind of proclaimed for so long that he knew how to fall properly and knew how to not get injured. And I think you're seeing those types of guys get a bit of a reality check now. Nico, walk us through this one of Idolo's. Like that was a sick little finner into a pretty meaty punt on a so super committed. meaty section. <clears throat> Backwash sort of got him. That was a bit unfortunate. He, he didn't really need to go that wave, though. It, no. <laughs> No. He has a thousand coffees a day and he catches so many waves of heat. What round was that? He caught 15 waves and every person caught one pretty much. He's a bloody psycho. <laughs> he just, he must, he must drink some coffee, that fella. He, he's absolutely everywhere all the time. Very high on energy. How nice do the conditions look out there, actually, on a side note, for, for how much I and a lot of people have been riding off Panish pretty much for the last two weeks because it's been garbage you know it has its moments i mean you don't spend enough time there to realize what it's actually like a lot of the time but i think if it was like this consistently i'm I'm all for keeping it on tour but for you know the first three quarters of this comp 
there hasn't been too much to write home about. It's a moody beach. Like, there's only a couple of windows a day where it turns on. That's kind of the problem with it. It can be, when it's on, it's bloody all time. But to get it going all day, it's so rare. It's so dependent on tide and wind and it's a fickle little mistress. I just feel like this late in the year, I'm yeah. I'm just not really interested in moody, shifty beaches by now. Mm. Early in the year, you kind of, like the D-Bar event when it was moody and shifty, like I was all for watching that sort of stuff at the start of the year, but by now I'm kind of more, I've already kind of skipped over this event and I'm waiting for pipe. It sounds bad. It's just an event that really doesn't interest me. Again, I just think that's because it might need to be a little bit more mobile so they can really tap into what's around Peniche and in Portugal. I think there's a lot of really good waves around here. They could have been riding all week. Yeah. And because there's been a long gap, that always doesn't help. And I think coming straight out of France where it's this beachy central and Portugal's got so many different variety of waves and options. Why would you back it up with another beach that's really similar to what you've just had in France? Yeah, exactly. Totally agree with that. I mean, whether it's a good thing or not for the title race, but you do tend to get those upsets like, I mean, Gabby against Kaio, which kind of blows the world title race wide open. Or it does the opposite. Like, this is a rare occasion, this event, where Gabby's actually been on the receiving end of some bad luck like that. Oh, Geordie is up flying. Ugh. That board's not sticking to his feet, is it? Nothing nothing like Italo's is at the moment. So, just back on that, Gabby getting a bit of bad luck. With these two making the final, this, like, the WSL's just been pretty much saying how much Medina has it in the bag. And everyone's been bragging about it. But whoever wins this is going to be super close to world number one. Like, it's they're going to be right in the title hunt. Yeah. Is that yeah. is is that including dropping results as well? Because they just had a graphic up then of, of all of Idolo's results this year, and I noticed he's got three seventeenths. Well, he'll only have one. Yeah. Or two, sorry, two now. Yeah, yeah. Because he'll drop one. Yeah, so... He's he's gonna be keeping one of those in his scoreline. So, um, but I think they've all got a couple of seventeenths now. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Is is that what the when we do go into pipe is Gabby still gonna be that far away? I suppose it's probably just best off looking at the rankings when this heats over. Yeah, we'll have a look when this heats over. But I mean, I thought it'd be a lot earlier. Unexpected phone call. Yeah. Oh, Italo. We've got, we've got a listener calling up. Calling flying in. around a section. Oh, Jesus. Stomps another full oh. rope. <laughs> Claps it in. <laughs> He's having that, that much one. fun out there, hey? He is. How good are those surfs when you're just clicking like that, Bob? Yeah, I know. You, you, can't, <laughs> you can't beat that, honestly. Like, yeah. Nico, what did our viewer, uh, listener, not a viewer, listener have to say? I was just on the phone. Sorry, boys. It was a very important call. Yeah, they were calling in about Highline, right? Oh. Uh, they were mentioning that we may have been, we might have just signed a big deal, yes. Okay. <laughs> you missed this while you were away too. You low stomped another, another backhand air reverse. 
Is there any point in the next 20 minutes of no. this heat? Holy, like, even that was... That was so clean as well. <laughs> he just looks so happy. He's like he's like a little puppy, hey. Not as big as the first one. No, but that's no a big... That's a landing spot. That was a big wave. Like, oh, I mean, not a big wave, but... What was that, three, four-footer? Good size. Definitely four-footer. It wouldn't... You, you wouldn't be punting that unless you were Italo. So it comes in at an eight four three. Do we agree? I I'd be happy if his first one came in at that. Yeah. If his first one was a nine and that one was a eight, maybe? Mm. Seven yeah. Eight four three is more like it. It's more in that range, but again, you look at Geordie now just sitting out the back. Probably realising how far behind he is at the moment. Must be hard to readjust and come back into a heat like this when when your competitor's stomping everything he goes for, 18.43 total, and doesn't look like he's slowing down at all. Like, where do you start? Like, what do you do? Especially when they're still building a house. <laughs> come in, just be the first one to the disco. <laughs> just call it a day. I mean, it's... I don't think there's anything you can really do anymore, right? He's 18 minutes or 15 minutes. I don't think he's coming back. No, and I mean, with with it with this, well, we're calling it a win already. Idlow's sitting out the back asking for the situation, just getting in Geordie's head. Say the scores again. Is that a ten I got earlier? <laughs> That'll go to being his fifth win of his career which is solid like i think idolo's surfing wise is you know he's always going to get those event wins because he's mm. um you know he has those electric couple of heats that he's going to put together seeing him put that together into a more consistent run and a world title challenge now which is what it seems like is super exciting to have another terminator sounding guy that's in on the conversation well last year didn't he have three event wins and still didn't win the world title because he's so hot and cold yeah how, how old is he to low? he's pretty young low 20s right yeah yeah let me have a look they don't tend to age much those brazilians do they <laughs> no they're crazy use their l'oreal <laughs> I think Medina's sponsored by enough beauty companies, isn't he? Yeah, it's all the skincare products these days. Yeah. Speaking of Medina, guys, I want to get your input on the interference. Um, Lukey, it was controversial. What did you see in it? Was, was it an interference? Was it warranted? It was a dead set interference. I, I have a feeling Gabby did it on purpose just to keep the title race alive and give him... Keep himself interested. Oh, Jesus. Italo. <laughs> <It's going> bananas. <laughs> I wish he rode out the rest of this wave switch. What the... What? Where does he get that speed from? Holy shit. Somebody run me through that. I'm back. <laughs> I know. Oh, we got Jordy. Oh, I'm back. Oh. No, he's not coming out of that thing. Mm. That's all he can really do, though. Um, yeah. Back, back to the interference, Winnie. You were, yeah. you were saying definitely an interference? Yeah, 100%. I don't know what the hell he was doing. He had the heat stitched up like Kai was in a combo, basically. And Gabby goes and hassles him for a dead set closeout. It made no sense to me. 
why would you bother even paddling for that wave? It wasn't in the last like 30 seconds to shut it down. It... Yeah, I, I mean, the argument was because they, he thought that he got the shorter wave. Um, no, he was out, he thought he was out the back first. So he, he himself didn't check the priority disc because he just assumed he had it, which in itself is a, a fairly rookie mistake. If you're going to be, you know, two time world champion, you can't be making mistakes like that, you know, going for your third world title. Um, and, there was the call later from the judges that they had made a mistake and that Medina should have been awarded priority. Nick, did you see it that way? I actually, I reckon he, he definitely didn't do it deliberately because he's a freaking Terminator. He doesn't, like he goes waves whenever he wants to go waves because he just wants to win that much. But I just think at that level, mistake or not from the the judges i saw the footage and it could have gone either way we were just talking about how shifty these beach breaks are kaya actually sits up on his board out the back before medina sits up and i think that was a priority sort of like play but you know what medina should have checked like it's just super simple if he checked there wouldn't have been any issue he would have won the heat by a country mile and probably have wrapped up the world title in like pretty much wrapped up the world title in Portugal because he was going to go on to a good result. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I, I mean, <laughs> I like how you had to clarify that you don't think he did it on purpose. Imagine, the, like, the ego to Charlie would die I know, from heart attack. Imagine the ego to to think, you know what, I I can win this at pipe no matter what. So I'm just going to drop in on Kyo here and just make it interesting because I'm just, I'm not having enough fun with this tour. <laughs> like, yeah. Probably just start fucking with people. Yeah. Kyo's like I, I reckon he's that good. <laughs> you you reckon you reckon he's got that in him. Yeah. Slater did that kind of shit. I reckon Medina's like I'm the next Slater. <laughs> I'm gonna be Terminator bloody chasing people down and if I can get some inside information if he actually did that on purpose, he, he probably deserves a bronze statue of the size of his figs for doing that sort of shit. <laughs> yeah, totally. I agree. But do you think at the time, though, you would have expected your, you know two of your three closest rivals in that title race to go on and both make the final, though? It's the worst case scenario. I reckon scenario. this is keeping him hyped. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be, they're going to have some serious content now for the next month or whatever it is before pipe six weeks they're gonna just be pumping up how hectic the title battle is gonna be are they gonna go back to you can't script this we've seen Gabby's this year. scripting it yeah we've <laughs> seen this year so many times how much they can script it so they've scripted this final that's for sure someone just robbed geordie of all of the magnets for wave Poor Jordy, he's had no luck in this final as of yet. Started with a six. Has he won a comp this year? No, he hasn't won anything. No, he he's been consistent. Yeah, he's had a lot of thirds and seconds, and not as many as Clohe. Clohe, the ultimate bridesmaid. Look at that American Taj. <laughs> I was going to say American Sally, but Sally wins. American Sally wins Sally. events. <laughs> All right, so at this point, six and a half minutes left. Geordie's still needing an 18.44 combo. Idlo's already at the disco, isn't he, right? Can Idlo just 
Imagine the figs to paddle over and just shake Geordie's hand and go in. <laughs> Six minutes to go in a final, just goes, good luck, mate. <laughs> just paddles in, just starts celebrating. Yeah. Champagne on the beach as Geordie's sitting out there with five minutes left <laughs> trying to get a combo. I wouldn't perceive that as bad sportsmanship. No way. I'd perceive that as just a superstar. It depends who it had come from. Someone like someone like Conor McGregor could definitely do do that. I don't think surfing has a Conor McGregor in it at the moment yet, though. Okay, so if Italo came in with six minutes to go, man, that oh. air was fucked up. Um, How's this recap? Yeah, that's that first ridiculous. Day was yeah. This recap's going to view oh. a lot like a video part. We could have just watched the recap, not even the final. All right, can we talk about Edelo's chick okay. for a second? Yeah, Absolute is. hitter. <laughs> Get that hitter, son. This second, this wasn't even one of his scoring ways, was it? Um, that, was that the seven? What was the shove it? What did that, uh, that was the eight. That was the eight. Yeah, where yeah, did okay. the shove it come in? Yeah, what did the shove it get? No score, I don't think. I don't know. Do, they don't really rate shove it's, do they? But it was freaking huge too. Yeah. I don't get why they don't rate the old board burial. They're so psycho. <laughs> They're that hard to do as well, especially with some height. Oh, Detaching and reattaching is so hard. Like we've seen Geordie detach. On every single attempt, and Italo's now like toying with him by taking his board off his feet, rotating it, and then landing. And Geordie can't even stomp a simple alley oop or something, which is simple for him, impossible for myself. <laughs> Go, Geordie's got to get a move on here. All right, he's, he's up. Groveling. He's groveling. He's got a section. In and that out. was sick. Sweet. That was such a good pull-off. Finals over, eh? Good use of priority. All right, so with Italo Ferreira as our new world number one, <laughs> I, for num- I for one welcome. Yeah, Italo, he's world number one, eh? That's that's a big shift. I don't think... I, I certainly did not see this coming. Can you imagine if Italo takes out the title and Gabby totally blew it? Because he hassled Kaio. Poor, poor Kaio's number of death threats would just be rising and rising at that stage. Kaio does a fair bit to keep in the spotlight, though. Like, last year, he had a bit of a meltdown when he wasn't getting the the wild card. And then um, this year, he's, he's taken the world number one jersey right off his back. He just stole it from Medina, handed it to Italo. Pretty much just proved why he should have got the wild card right there. Yeah. <laughs> Drummer. Uh, who do you reckon has more of a claim to being uh, referred to closest? As, you know, if you're talking about, you know, Medina being the Terminator, who would be the Flash? Is that going to be Italo or Philippe? Good call. Philippe. Yeah. I'm going Italo because of his hair. Which is a, it always comes down to the hair, honestly. You could, Italo can be Iceman. Iceman? Or Mr. Freeze or whatever his name is. <laughs> Frozone. Frozone. Do you, do you mean Mr. Freeze of Batman when Arnold Schwarzenegger played that Mr. Freeze character? 
time to die. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of what other <laughs> Kelly's that dude in the wheelchair from X Men for sure. <laughs> Magneto, is that the guy? Is he Magneto? Nah, nah, Professor Xavier. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon he sees himself as that guy, and all the kids on tour are his little X Men. Yeah, <laughs> fully. Just everyone else is his ninja turtle. Connor Coffin is definitely a ninja turtle. No special powers. <laughs> just, just a turtle. Just puts a bandana <laughs> on and pretends he's tough. Oh. Uh, how did we get to this? <laughs> a minute a minute to go and he's done it. He didn't do it at six minutes, but a minute to go and he's he's gone for the handshake. Geordie's seen it. There's a wave come through. He's he's taken it. Illo gave it to oh, him. Damn it. I really wish he made something of that. That would have been the best. Can you call interference on that? Jordy's so upset. <laughs> yeah, bud. You blew it. I hope they call interference because Italo still wins. Yeah. Jordy, Jordy's had a super consistent year. Yeah, can you sing out some of his results if you got a bit funny? Yep. He got a third at D-Bar and then a third at Bell's. A 17th at Marg's. And then a 5th, a 2nd, a ninth. Oh, we're on. Third. Yes, there is an interference. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that is that. the way to end that final hey, Just burn the dude that's absolutely barbecued you all hate. He's had three thirds, two seconds, two fifths. It's pretty damn consistent right he, there. He actually has a really good chance of winning the world title. If he... Not allowed to win the world title if you don't win an event. If he wins an event. Got to win pipe. Actually, he's been too consistent and has to do really well to drop results. To make results up, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Mm. He needs such big scores just to... Yeah. Whereas these guys are dropping 7-8. So, you know, yeah. It's easy to make some points when you... All you got to do is get a ninth and you're already improving. Yeah, so Felipe... Gabs and Italo all have two seventeenths to drop where Geordie's gonna drop a ninth. Quarters or better at pipe then. And he'll he'll need the other guys to have a bit of a barry. It must be hard being in a world title race where it's actually not a race, you're just relying on other people to stuff up. Like yeah. Geordie has no control over the race. It's more about how everyone else goes. Pretty pretty solid uh, fan base on the beach right there. Surfing is alive and well in Europe. How many more hundred people are there there than there was at D-Bar on finals day, Winnie? Uh, finals day at D-Bar was actually pretty bananas. Pretty packed? Yeah. Okay, so standings <clears throat> as we are right now, and first of all, congratulations to Italo. Honestly, good bloke. He's got it all going for him. The legend. <clears throat> um, standings as it is. So you've got Italo in the lead, who's a thousand points ahead of Medina, um, and he's two thousand points ahead of Philippe, and then Geordie's another thousand behind. Um, so for for uh, 
Italo rather to to win the world title, he uh, he has to at least tie with whatever Medina's result is, and um, and not be beaten by Philippe or Jordi by more than one heat. So that's doable for him. So it's really tight. Really, yeah. It's a proper battle this year. And I mean, that's that's just for for Italo's um, position. I don't know what that, how that relates to everybody else. Well, Italo's the number one now, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's number one. So everyone's chasing Italo. Hmm. <laughs> we got a, a fly in here? <laughs> we got some serious background noise going on here. <laughs> It's like a fly. It sounds like it's just someone farting in a corner over the other side of the room. <laughs> Sorry to our listeners. All right. So I saw a little thing on Instagram today about the Dos Johns coming back for pipe. Did anyone else see that? Yeah. No, I've never heard anybody refer to him as Dos Johns. <laughs> <laughs> just trying it on for size. Is yeah. it fit? No. Nah. No. Nah. <laughs> The pipe, hey? Yeah, you reckon he's... I guess it's it's pretty tight. Because, I mean, that's almost the more interesting battle right now for who's going to the Olympics. Because now Felipe's not looking so steady. Like, it's all super tight for the Brazilian guys. But, yeah, I read a thing today and I saw the video. It looked like he was sort of alluding to coming back for pipe. His knee is obviously feeling really good. Yeah, he, he's still in eighth. He's and he's only surfed half the amount of events as what everyone else 3, has. Three thousand points ahead of Slater, he's next rival. That's, That's so so freaky. He's such a freak. Yeah, he's gonna have to carry um, four, <laughs> five injury res- <laughs> four injury results into his final <laughs> score, but he could finish in the top ten. Yeah. I remember a few episodes ago, you guys asked where I thought John John would finish up, and I said he'll finish top ten. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. crazy to think. Like the guy has been injured for half of the year, and he even pulled out with a fifth. Like he didn't finish that event. Yeah, I hope he comes in and just totally flips his title race on its head and wins pipe. That'll be interesting to see who he comes up against as well. Like. For a guy who's, you know, taking himself out of the world title race, uh, well, at the start of the year looking like he was the guy to beat, and then he might end up being the guy to beat for a lot of the guys that are still in the title race. So it, that's a massive role for him to play, especially in his own backyard. That's so Kelly-esque. I think he'll be back. I think he's going to go back at pipe, and he'll beat one of the the top four guys. He had a good feel, especially if it's pumping and all he has to do is get barreled. Like, he, he doesn't even need to bend down out there. He can just stand there and get barreled all day. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. I hope he comes up against Gabby or one of the big dogs early on. Can't wait to see this heat draw. Well, he should. He should come up against someone pretty high. Like, yeah, third round. So, you want to talk about the requalification battle? Love to. Heaps of Brazilian flags down on that cut line. Hey, they've made that territory theirs. Um, the the two just above the cut line, David Silva and Pedersen Crisanto. Pedersen actually jumping up 
what's that six spots six yeah six spots with that fifth in panache um jumping over multiple countrymen i mean they, that pushes william cardoso below the cut line michael rodriguez yago dora who's one that i wouldn't have expected to be you know below that cut line he does have the benefit of being really high up in the qs but i mean another person that's moved firmly above the cut line now too is jack freestone um good to see him especially just kind of consolidating like we said through europe he's had you know nothing better than a ninth all year and then he's at a third and a fifth uh, in the last two events so really kind of solidifying his his place on tour hopefully for next year so we can see more of what he's done you know over the past two two events i mean as we scroll further down you've i mean it gets down to that territory of guys where i don't think there's there's much coming back i mean anything under yago at who's sitting with 19,300 points. Yeah, there's a 2,000 point gap between all... Yeah, anyone under him, he's gone. Point, so yeah. Unless they win pipe or something. You, but there's some big names there too that are going. Um, Seabass being one of them. Like, yeah, he's he's not re-qualifying, I don't think. What do you get for? It's an injury. Yeah, I know, but I was just... Hoping he gets to keep the result of parental leave in his in his end of year results, which it looks like he will because they've dropped the th- the first thirty third out. So, but yeah, Seabass will be one to definitely miss on tour next year if, if he doesn't win pipe. That sucks. Pretty happy to see Jesse Mendez go, but <laughs> <laughs> that guy's been the most boring. I thought you were just going to go year. into a, a little emotional talk about how much you you've loved watching Seabass surf over the last couple of years, and you're going to miss having him on tour. But straight to Jesse, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And while he's at it, Leonardo, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, actually, I'm going to miss Leonardo. I Leonardo. hope he gets the injury wild card. Zeke, he's gone. Yeah. Solly. Uh, yeah. I can't say I didn't see that coming from Solly, but he's gone. Ricardo. Yeah. Recently. If anyone, he, he got, obviously his contract came up with Ruka about through the Portugal event at some point, but did anyone see he had some other weird, Heaps weird gecko-y looking t-shirt and sticker on his nose. No. Uh, someone's going to have to do some research on that. But he had the weirdest gecko brand. I was like, oh, this might be another sea tiger coming up. <laughs> Is it some kiwi brand? It must be, surely. I'm, I'm not too sure. I didn't go and research it. but um, Who's going to get the injury wildcard? Any any bets on there, Luke? I mean, you've got Mikey, Adriano, and, and Leonardo probably vying for it. So who, who do you reckon out of those three guys are getting the two spots? Yeah, I think we spoke about this last time. Mikey is playing tactics to sit the whole year out. And Leo, Leo has surfed the last few events. So. I reckon it's uh, Adriano and Mikey. Yeah. They're the two guys. But oh, we just did a quick... Quick uh, search up on the on Ricardo's new new backer. <laughs> Lemon Yip is what it's called. Mm. 
got a solid following of 86. Uh, was that is that his podcast from uh, not podcast uh is like he, when he used to drop clips is that like what he called it then oh, I don't know like years ago I'm talking it's just a it's like a i've ca- seen it before but it's a carrot with some <laughs> saggy boobs is the logo it, yeah interesting yeah so it's tiger. not a gecko <laughs> is is someone like ricardo gonna requalify again do you think Nick, like, no, nah, he's gone this time. You reckon? Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where is the um, queue? I don't think he can do it three times. Yeah, it's hard to come back once, let alone, you know. Yeah, like another time. Guys like Jaddy, who had double qualified before the year yeah. had even started, it's a bit different. But falling off, losing the money, and then having to requalify, and I think is a lot harder when you. You've got to requalify after being on the CT and readjusting to some like a different style of surfing. I don't see him coming back, unfortunately. Yep. But he's a guy that's had so many big heat totals and still lost. He's like he this year though. I don't think not, this not year. so much this year. The first time he fell off, he lost, yeah. he was like a Ryan Callan and had so many heat totals above sixteen and still still didn't get the nod. The first year was heartbreaking. Who's New Zealand's shining hope from now on? Paige. Um, no, it's Kehu Butler at the moment. Mm. 100% would have to be. So whereabouts is he on the QS? Uh, I think he's only just passed surfing in pro juniors. He's still pretty young. Um, and I don't think he's really, you know, I don't think he's into the primes or anything like that yet, but I've seen him surf. He surfs incredible. Just uh almost like a Zeke Lau clone, like solid build, pretty athletic and real powerful, like powerful surfer, but real quick and, and sort of lively as well. So I think he's one to, for New Zealand at least, to kind of hang their sheep on as, as they watch the QS over the next couple of years. Um, Have you guys seen Tane Bowden surf? Yeah. Yeah, he's another good one to watch as well. He's... He's been living up on the Goldie for a long time now, so yeah, I'd forgotten he was Kiwi to be honest. But yeah, yeah, so did I until he got a, got onto the last dude, and then I was like, oh wait, Tane, he'd fly the flag for the Kiwis for sure. The Kiwi that rides for Ruka sounds like a perfect replacement. No, he rides for the Bong. His brother oh, rides for Ruka, Mackenzie. That's right. Ah, uh, yeah, now, yep, yeah. yeah, I get it. <laughs> confusing two good kiwi boys yep you look like you want to say something nico do we want to just quickly brush over the women's yeah caroline marks winning yeah finished pretty quick considering the men's final only just finished then huh no it's it's over (laughs) marksy's won so that makes things really exciting for their title race doesn't it Uh, i think chris is pretty much running away with it again she's had a really she's had an awesome year being a four-time world champion. Jesus Christ. That is consistency. <laughs> She's a four-time world champion already, isn't she? Going for five. Jesus. Yeah, she hasn't got worse than a fifth. That's insane. But again, that makes it harder for her yeah. to... That's her top dollar, basically, unless yeah. she gets a semi-final finish, whereas Lakey's going to drop a ninth, so look, she'll get a big jump. Look at Caroline, even. Caroline's going to drop both of her ninths. Yeah. And... 
then her worst result is one fifth. Yeah. So, yeah, so those point differentials are a lot closer than they might seem right now. Yeah, once you take away those dropped results. But one thing's for certain. Sally's in fourth. Sally isn't going to make up that much ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's 10,000 points behind, mate. <laughs> yeah. She could win. She's just under 10,000. <laughs> She's going to need some serious circumstances, though. Yeah. Well, the WSL will tell us, though, over the next six weeks how she could win. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, basically anyone down to... Phew, Joanne DeFay could be winning at this stage. What does Sally need to do to start winning events again? Well, she won one this year, didn't she? Yeah, she's won one. Yeah, yep. she got one. She got the nod. But how does she keep that consistency and get into multiple finals? I don't know. I think that's the thing with Sally. You, you know what you're going to get from her. And while she, you know, she's such incredible... Um, and always has done, you know, on on this tour. She's always kind of laid her spot down in the top five and even sort of top three um, so consistently over the years. But it's just the the wins, I think, that get her over, over and over again. Like the amount of second places she's had in finals. I think just when it comes to the big moment, I don't know if she's got what it takes to, you know, to grab a hold of that win and, and not only grab hold of that one win, but do it over and over again you look at um, most of the other girls on tour like Lakey's won two events this year Caroline's won two events this year so there's those other girls that are stepping up and, and grabbing those finals and I think Sally's just always the one that's been missing out there I think from a women's perspective fifths are just not good enough <laughs> it's so shit that you can make the quarterfinals nearly all year long and, and becoming fourth in the world but Sally seems to breeze away into a quarterfinal and then just either come up, up against the in-form surfer, Caroline Marks in this event, or just can't seem to shut the door and go all the way. She always sort of leaves it a little bit open for someone just to just to get under it. And like you said, Brett, if you're getting fierce in the women's, unfortunately, it's just not going to cut it. You're going to end up top five and, and always be that bridesmaid. Do you think she needs to set herself apart from the other girls? She clearly can't compete with power uh, from the likes of Carissa or Lakey. She's small and yeah. pretty witty. How is she going to do, do that, she, Do you think she needs to loosen up her surfing and kind of get like a bit of a Mason Ho or a bit of a Mikey February kind of vibe where she's throwing the tail a little bit more? I just don't know if it's going to make a difference. Like... I don't know if the women's tour would be ready for that type yeah. of surfing. They're, they're just getting through they're just coming the stage of power. Yeah, power surfing. That's what I was going to say. Like, Carissa's a, a a bigger girl with a lot of power. Lakey's quite tall. Carolyn Marks has got that nice stocky sort of build that allows her to throw a lot of water. And, and Steph is just the ultimate style queen. So, she fits in there. She's just, you know, she's so short and small that she can't really ride those longer boards and and throw the same water as those girls and that's why I think she gets to the quarters and just gets overpowered almost maybe yeah that's why I think she needs to kind of just break through that little hurdle and set herself apart 
kind of give herself a bit of difference and not have to play on the same page that the other girls are playing on. Definitely. She's got to try something and may as well be that because when you compare uh, surfing to, you know, the girls that maybe aren't quite as powerful, someone like, I mean, Courtney's probably a good comparison where style-wise and what they can do on the wave is is fairly similar, but Courtney just seems to have that bit of extra drive. That being said, Courtney's below Sally um, in in the rankings at the moment, but in a head-to-head heat, I'd expect Courtney to take that heat out more times than than what i would think sally would mm. and i think it's just down to how much they want it really and that's what surfing is that you can only like when when it comes down to so few opportunities you can't second guess like where where your surfing's at and it seems like sally's always just on the slightly more timid side mm. when it comes to trying to take advantage of, of anyone else in a heat and there's always one girl in the women's that just runs away with it or just seems to win a lot of years, like a lot of events each year. Yep. Um, you know, you, you look at a scoreline of Chris Moore and she's just been all but two events. She's been knocking on the door of a of either a winner or the final. So I think it's really hard for someone. The men's is, is a bigger field, so it spreads it out a little bit more, but especially in the women's. You've got to make semis every event to even have a look in at the world title basically you guys surf a bunch with sally down the coast is are you seeing a flaring in free surfs is there something from her free surfing that she could bring to comps it always seems like she's kind of just a little bit timid and safe in a comp well that's compared to when you see her at home that is the thing about sally surfing around home lately is that i haven't seen her I can't remember the last time I actually saw her surfing around here. So, I mean, she's busy in a way a lot of the time, but I think I've probably only seen her once in the water this year. Yeah, right. That's not to say she's not training, though. Definitely, no. She She's ripping, but maybe, yeah, maybe have a little play around with her boards. Like, those JSs look really good. Is there something that they can do to give her that extra 10%, like sort of do an ace and... and you know, she always used to ride the epoxy. Like, would the epoxy give her a little bit more from a JS? I'm, I'm not too sure with her. Yeah, I think the new 2.0 version of epoxies with the spine tech and the carbon flex in all the epoxies now, I think that would probably liven up a bit of her surfing. Yeah, definitely not as rigid as what a, what a fire wire was for her. No, for sure. I mean, I'm sure we're going to do a... um. Uh, a pre-final event show for not only for Honolulu but also for for Pipe. Um, I'll get your quick predictions now for the women's. Who's going to take out uh, the title? Carissa. Yeah, I'm going to go with Carissa on home soil. I was going to say Carissa, but I, I'm just going to go with um, I'm going to go with the young Ock. Go with Caroline Marks just because I think her points total is when you actually take out. The, the two fists uh, incredibly consistent and it'd be interesting to see I don't know if she'd have to do that much it'd be an interesting like once you you drop results there I think it'll be a really interesting title challenge would she be the youngest world title holder nah Lane Beachley probably got it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lane Beachley yeah. was like 
11. Four? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, just hit double digits. Yeah, yeah. just. Yeah, she, she also won it when she was four too, but yeah. Yeah, it was a different comp. Disqualified for being too young. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, no. All right, yeah. It'd be interesting. Hopefully, yeah. I wouldn't be disappointed though with either or any of the girls in the hunt right now. If, if Lakey won it, I'd be sort of stoked for her just after the heartbreak of last year. Um, if Carissa yeah. won it, she's the best multiple times world champion underdog to ever win a world title. And Caroline, I mean, being so young and so good, that's that's a pretty big achievement for her. Yeah, I think the, the women's tour at the moment is in a really good place just because um, we haven't seen anybody sprint away with the title the last couple of years. It's It's come down to, to Hawaii, and mm. I think that's not only good for the sport, but it means that, I mean, in the men's, you've got those sort of couple of guys that you know are going to be in the in the title race. Whereas with the girls, there's, you know, that top six. Well, there's been some big upsets too this year with, yeah. with Joanne DeFay stepping up a couple of times and um, Malia Manuel making a final. Like, there, there is other girls. They don't quite have the consistency, but they're all on a... When they're on, they can all be on a really high level. Mm. Yeah, and, and I think... Like you, like you said, for Carissa to be, you know, leading the world title at the moment, and you'd probably consider her a slight underdog, is a crazy thought. Like, there's there's no real commanding girl who's, you know, really taken it. And I mean, Tyler hasn't been surfing too, so that had had another another girl to the mix. That that's crazy. So, I mean, despite the fact that you know it it gets looked down on a little bit in comparison to the men's tour. It is exciting stuff to watch. And I think this is my personal opinion is it's a, you know, a nod towards the format of having less people in or in an event or on mm. tour is it makes things a lot more exciting. It just makes the battles that little bit more gritty. Everyone's on the same level. There's not so many um, heats where experience just trumps you know people we see that a little bit like when Yago first came on it, it was almost a case of an experience issue with him so yeah I agree I think it would be awesome less people on the men's uh, the women's format seems to work mm. anything to add there Winnie no I like it cool <laughs> cut the fat yeah oh, definitely speaking of cutting the fat on the men's tour um I got nowhere to go with that <laughs> segue, but who's, who's going to win the world title? <laughs> and then I don't know, like fry out some bacon after, and then you can get the fat from that. Uh, I don't think. I think it's still going to be Gabby. Yeah, I'm going to say Gabby before, so I don't have to go last and say someone else. Who are you going to pick that's not Gabby, Winnie? <laughs> I was gonna get Wheatle low anyway. Okay, cool. He's my boy. He's your boy. He's been your boy since um since Chopes, right? Margie. Margie. <laughs> That's right. From that one wave at the box. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the st- again, the guy has the best stories behind like that wave at the box. How he said he's just practicing on his bed the night before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does that shit so come from? He's had a, he's had a great year from from that wave at the box. He's had some tans. I mean stories like him rocking up late to the the olympic qualifiers yeah. and he's the the personality that surfing needs right now i reckon he's like yeah. the, the comedian of the tour yeah that just sort of is so good that you can't deny him 
It's what they need. Everyone else is vanilla. Yeah, you, you know, you know, he's a good bloke when there's Australians who generally aren't the biggest fans of, of Brazilians are going. He seems like a pretty good bloke, eh? <laughs> yeah, there's nobody that doesn't like him. Nah, I haven't met anyone yet. He has a koala bear tattooed on him, ringing a bell for Christ's <laughs> sake. Somebody give him an Aussie passport. I'll take him. Yeah, we'll have him. I'll house him under the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Or> Harry Ferreira. <laughs> yeah, sweet. What do you reckon? Good, good time to wrap up. I reckon we've done it. Hitting an hour. Let's wrap her up, boys. Cool. All right. Well, uh, thanks for watching the final with me, boys. Thoroughly enjoyable. Thank you, mate. Winnie. Thank you, Un- legends. Until next time. Highline. Bye.